Leonard Armand. I don't have a song ready. Were you supposed to have a song? Well, so when you're counting me in and you got to one in my head, I wanted to sing a song about rain because it's raining here in California. But then I realized I didn't have one at the top of my brain, like ready to go. And so, you know, now I'm just saying hello like a normal person. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's always singing in the rain. And no, but that's just no, a classic. Not. Well, no. I mean, it's 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 something that came up. You know, what's a classic. My mind. You know, it's a classic. Blame it on the rain. Yeah. Yeah, I just did. Wait, I thought it was blame it on the alcohol, but maybe that's just, I don't remember. Do you not, not know what Billy Vanilli is? That whole classic. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. But that was. I, I I guess I removed it from my brain because they... It wasn't real. They, exactly. So... <laughs> it was a classic at the time, but the point yeah. is I've now got to sing my song. I'm happy. And we can start talking. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, this is the Nerd Element Podcast. <laughs> I'm Lana, and then there's other people with me. But I'm Lana. Wow. You know, considering how we try and, you know, introduce you, that seems a little rude. It does, but it's raining and it's early. So I figured you all would just give me a pass today. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm Natty, Natasha, a.k.a. Natty Willie, and... We also have Kim. Hi, everyone. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I gotta say, that voice right there, the first thing that popped into my mind was, like, Stephen King. I don't know why, but I was like, wait a minute, is that a character from, like, The Stand or something? (laughs) I don't know. I I was still in shock. (laughs) It scared me. (laughs) Wow. Speaking of Stephen King, Pet Cemetery, the latest trailer for that, that freaked me out. I posted about it on Facebook, like an idiot. I saw the trailer late at night, and so I was like freaked out almost the entire night. <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know why I did. Well, okay, so technically I was watching, you know, a YouTube channel that like does trailer reviews, and so one of the trailer reviews was Pet Cemetery. Like, even though I hated the movie. As a little kid, because it scared me. I was like, I could handle the trailer. No, I couldn't handle the trailer. No. Yeah, no. Oh, gosh. Well, you have kitties. You have kitty cats. <laughs> well, that's what Because I think that's why... That's one reason why I really hate the movie. Is because they make the cat, like, super evil. And I'm like, but my cats... I love my cats, so they're not evil. <laughs> yeah, but they're also not, like, dead. That too. There's that. There's that. There, there's that. But, but, the, <laughs> but the trailer, this latest trailer, like the cat looks straight evil. Like it it's, is. I think it's a main, it's like a main coon cat. Those are big, right? They are. They're usually they're normally big, but it was like really like, like long haired. So I'm just like, this is some, because I, I, I usually 
really like Maine Coon cats are gorgeous and they're just beautiful. And they made this one look like super evil. Yes, it was raised from the dead. I don't care. But I'm just I'm just saying that really creeped me out. The cat creeped me out and they actually are doing a twist. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, sorry. They revealed that in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, I just you never know because I, I don't know if people have seen the trailer, so just say it before you <laughs> you say it so they yeah, can turn is, it down. I'm not saying what it is, but I'm I thought it was very interesting, and if I could handle it, I would probably go see it just because they they switched it up. But I yeah. So I don't recall seeing the original Pet Cemetery. I don't think I ever saw it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's probably a good thing. You don't need to see it. Okay. I, do. I don't have like I don't have like a driving a driving need to go see you, it. You don't need to, you don't need to see it. You don't need to see the second one either because the second one was slightly worse. You okay? It doesn't bother me. I don't know. It didn't scare me as a kid. Like I just it just didn't. But like I wouldn't see Cujo. But Pet Cemetery was all right, even though there was a dog in there. Like it just. I don't know. I just don't remember it being that scary, but... Well, that's because you already think cats are evil. But they are. Oh, my gosh! Stop it! They had a dog in there, too, that came back. So, it's like... It doesn't matter! (laughs) They're not evil. They're just independent. Exactly. You have to earn their love. You have to earn it. (laughs) You did when you paid for them. And their shots, and their food, and their whatever. You know what? That has nothing to do those are creature comforts that has nothing to do with a real relationship okay and most of the time the cats choose you so there's that exactly Um, you're part of their pride okay (laughs) (laughs) well i mean in a way it's a little bit similar to the dogs but the dogs express it differently they're 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 more outward with their affection versus cats they're more reserved just a difference so, have, have any trailers for uh, It Part 2 come out? No, there was a fan-made one um, that was made, but I haven't seen any actual. Oh, yeah, I'll probably pass anyway, but I was just curious. I'll probably watch the trailers, but I don't see myself actually going to the movies to go see it. They, what's her Chastain said it was like, I had like one of the bloodiest scenes that she's ever seen in a movie. And I'm like, or the most, yeah, the most blood she's ever seen in a movie, one of their scenes. And I, I saw that post and people were like, oh, do you remember The Shining with that like elevator the, full of what? I'm like, are you sure about that? Like, Kill Bill? You, it's like, <laughs> do you remember the scene in the original it where the entire bathroom from ceiling to floor is literally covered in blood? Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Like well, how well I mean, the new more... version too was full of was full of blood. So I mean, yeah, both versions yeah, were full of blood. Same. So like you you couldn't have put any more blood in that bathroom, right? <laughs> like it couldn't have happened. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe she's not watching the right movies, or you know, maybe they surpassed it, but I I doubt it. Like I don't see how you can. Yeah. Unless uh, the room is bigger and it's just full of blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that'd be the only yeah thing that i can think of with that so yeah i just thought it was a little boring so it didn't have the i like the character development of the original and what they did to mike i just can't forgive that so (laughs) yeah um, i'll stick with my original (laughs) 
Well, okay. The okay. Yes, they did change up Mike, but I, I, from what I remember reading, Mike came up like in the middle of the story versus like in the beginning. So I mean, but no, some of the things they changed like who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I completely understand. So yes, I was not feeling that like at all. And I'm like, really? You're gonna change the one black? Okay. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. Because the thing is, even from what I've read in the book, Stephen King worked really hard to flesh out his character in particular and give him like a real backstory and all of that stuff. He was a major part, and he was kind of like I saw him more as like the glue. He was like the intellectual. He was. The one who was kind of like holding it down and stuff. And then in this one, it just, they just completely, completely switched that. So I was just like, you know what? And he turned like from an equal in the group to like somebody who had like more of a little background bit part. And I was like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'll probably wait till it comes out on cable or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, one of several topics that we have on tap, hopefully, if we have enough time, we definitely want to talk about the Oscars. There have been a few cancellations and in, in TV shows that are like up in the air, i.e., Winona, Earp, and End of the Badlands. We got a cancellation on that from AMC. And Lana went to Japan. I want to hear all about that. And if we have time, there are some con guest announcements announcements because con season is about to get into high gear here so there are a few cons we have in mind and some of the guests that are going to be featured there so some of them of course we can't go to because you know (laughs) money and so yeah i that's that's a a load to talk about all right you want to start with oscars yes i actually watched (laughs) i actually watched it and until like the last award got announced i was pretty happy with the results there were a few that were like eh, really but um i was happy for spike lee i was definitely happy for the black panther wins because i was really rooting for ruth carter to win for best costume design because she earned that in spades and her gown was gorgeous so i was like thank you and the score the Black Panther score won an Oscar, so I was very happy with that because I'll listen to that any time of the day. So I was, I'm I was, glad they won those because I think, you know, out of everything, they definitely deserved to have those two. You yes. know, I mean, to me, there's no question about that. Alfonso Curion, yeah, exactly. Alfonso Curion won for director. I can't really be upset because I thought Roma was a phenomenal film, but I was still rooting for Spike Lee because he's been snubbed for so long. Yes, he has. As far as director, I feel like adapted screenplay, yay, but I feel like that's like a consolation Oscar. Yeah. Honestly, because, you know, Black Klansman didn't win for Best Picture, and it's almost like he could not have anything, so they gave him that. <laughs> you know, it. I don't know. Um, they are, about, they, the Academy's been pissed at him for years, though. So I guess we should be happy that he even got that. He's been completely like shunned for so long because he just makes people upset. 
Yeah, the same with like Leonardo DiCaprio, and they they got to the point where they didn't have a choice but to give him an Oscar. But and they shun him because he's outspoken. I think people that are outspoken, period, get that. And I, I was it was interesting that Barbara Streisand um, introduced him, another person who has been who has which has been shunned by um, not only like the Tonys but. Um, in Hollywood for a while because she's outspoken and instead of doing A Star is Born she just you know she was introducing Spike Lee which I thought was was pretty cool and, and I wonder if she it. chose to do that yeah he did yeah he he loved it he was super happy about that has she never won a Tony or an Academy no, Award or anything she's never won a Tony and she like think about that like Miss Musical has never won a Tony she has a honorary Tony which is why she's not a EGOT um mm-hmm person but yeah no never won a tony wow that mm. i think though the the difference is i mean i heard you say but the difference is it's like there's so few few black people Mm -hmm. in general overall who have won and if you look at spike lee's body of work he pissed off a lot of people when he did malcolm x even though to me that was his best film like, for Denzel to not win for playing Malcolm X when he basically became Malcolm X, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and for him to not win. I mean, that film, it was an epic. It was. You want to and, talk about another guy who's been passed over? Mm-hmm. Denzel, man. Yeah, and it's like, he finally went, and it was weird. It's like, so he got Best Supporting Actor for Glory, mm-hmm. and then he got Best Actor for Training Day of all films. Training Day of all films. Yes, I just... Right. And it's like, okay, so Training Day was cool, but the one time he plays a villain, that's when he went... He won an entire Academy Award for Training Day? That's why I don't... I don't... I don't don't consider that one. No. No, I don't don't consider that one either in my eyes. And congrats to Regina King. Like... Oh my gosh. I missed that. I turned it on late. That is the one I wanted to see and that is what I missed. So mad. I'm so, so incredibly happy. She has been on this grind. I watched her um, on 227. Thank you. Yeah, I watched her on 227. (laughs) So she's been on the grind forever. She did. I watched her in Southland, which, I mean, honestly, I kind of lost track of her, but um, in Southland, I thought she did phenomenal. I watched her on American Crime, the short-lived ABC series. I think it lasts for two seasons, and I wish it had lasted for longer because that was a that was an excellent show. She it was really on there, was. and I I just I would never understand how that show got canceled. <laughs> like I honestly, it's crazy to me. Yeah, um, it's because of the last. It's because of the subject matter. I think for the last one, but it, it this- was so good (laughs) it was good it was good and then but people right now whatever they just don't care which sucks because it was very good oh my god i i feel like i feel bad because i didn't watch it i didn't watch um american crime even though i've heard so many good things about it i feel like for me it's there's just too many other stuff to watch that i felt like was a priority so it just it just fell on the back burner and unfortunately that was part of the reasons why I probably got canceled, not enough ratings. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was great. And so, you know, to see her now, I mean, oh my gosh, I have so much admiration for her, like behind the camera and in front of the camera. Yes, because she's actually directed some episodes. In fact, I think she directed an episode of Insecure. So 
I'm just, yeah, I'm in, I'm in awe of her too. And I feel like if I met her in person, I would just not know what to say because I'm just <laughs> in awe. Like there's, it there's a seem like she'd be nice. And that, and that would, you know, make it even worse because I'm like, I know that she's probably really cool. And that's with a lot of them that I, that I have great admiration for. I would just be moot and just be fumbling with my words because I'm just in awe. <laughs> Hmm. I'd probably vomit rainbows and ponies. <laughs> <laughs> that too, oh, but I'm just like, it would be really awkward because I, I felt that way with when I met Candace Patton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to meet her so bad. I'm super nice, but I'm just, I was still tongue tied. Probably, and also <laughs> because she's just really pretty. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But also because she's like holding it down playing Iris West on The Flash and she's getting just so much backlash for it and she keeps her head up high and I and I can't I just have mad respect for that. So uh <laughs> I know, right? Even talking about it just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Kim, what was your experience when you met her? She seemed really nice. She was. I think the person in front of me was like, you're pretty. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was I, I think she might get that a lot. But yeah, she's really, she's really nice. She's, she's gorgeous. I mean. <laughs> well, if they have an autograph signing at SDCC or something, I'm going to actually make my way over or try to do that. Yes, everybody else, hi. But I'm mostly there to see Iris. And I'm also there to see Jesse, I think Williams, Jesse Williams. Because supposedly he's back on set finally, because I miss Papa Joe. So if he's there, like those are the people I want to meet. So, <laughs> well, I mean, not not to you know, Grant is also also super oh, nice. Grant is on my list, but and Cisco or you know, R.I.P. Cisco. Yes, yes. Dang, so, I'm just I'm still so better about that. that. Was that confirmed? I didn't know if that was a rumor or that was actually confirmed. I've read it on multiple sites. I hope it. I hope it's a rumor because honestly, Cisco is my favorite character. He mm-hmm. well, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. Pre Flashpoint, Cisco was my favorite character. Yeah, because, for sure. Um, after Flashpoint, like, oh my gosh. I mean, yes, he's still kind of like the old Cisco, but he still feels it, different. It's still different. It's still yeah. different. And I mean, pre Flashpoint Cisco, oh my gosh, like I loved him. I loved his character and what Carlos Valdez was was doing with it. I mean, he really made the most of it. And to have him gone, to me, that's a huge hole. He's the comic relief. Yeah. You know, definitely. so. Yeah, Valdez is definitely cool to me in person. Um, he seems just as down to earth as he is on uh, playing Cisco. So. I've met him a few times. Um, <laughs> you've seen pictures of me with him. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. I couldn't get any pictures when we were doing the autograph signing. So they didn't let you take pictures. I was like, dang it. Mm. I, wish, I wish I had. And I met that guy who is no longer the showrunner of the show, which is like, oh, that was creepy. Looking mm. back at it now, I'm like, oh, why? Cream cast it. Hey, do I, do I need to like order cast pictures or something ahead of time? Oh, it was a it was a lottery. I got lucky. It was at um, WonderCon. You had to draw, like. Dang it! Uh, no, ticket. I might have to go on a Saturday or something. I wonder if they sold out. I haven't looked. I doubt it. 
maybe I will go for just Saturday. Maybe just to get um, autographs. Well, yeah. Well, it depends on if they're going. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They might not be there, though. I don't know who's going. I haven't, again, I haven't looked at anything. So. Well, that's a nice segue because con season is ramping up. There have been a few small cons that have come and gone already, but some of the major ones that are usually on people's radar, at least like for West Coast, Midwest, and East Coast, uh, West Coast is definitely WonderCon, and Midwest will be C2E2. Also, West Coast would be E uh, Emerald City mm-hmm. Comic Con. And on the East Coast, at least for me, it's Awesome Con and Great Philadelphia Comic Con. And so there are a few guests that are like popping up. And I'm like, oh, I want to meet you. <laughs> I don't know who do I want to meet. I, so there's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was like, if I, like, I just, I can't go to a con in April or else I go to Star Wars Celebration, but because they have a lot of people there. I mean, I went to, I went to one of, I said, no, I've been twice, once or twice. I can't remember. Um, and I like um, Star Wars Celebration, but seeing as how I just got into watching uh, Clone Wars and now Rebels and I watch Star Wars Resistance, I see all these people in here along with like Billy Dee Williams and stuff like mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to me- I'd like to meet them all. But it is what it is. Yeah. I wish I had taken the one biggest regret is that I didn't take the opportunity to get a picture with uh, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher when I could have. <laughs> so I know yeah. you have that picture and some of my friends got that picture. So I'm just like, want want. Yeah. Well, for me, it was always like, I couldn't afford it. So I, it, it would have been nice, but yeah, it would have been even nice to meet her, but mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. alas, I had to eat ramen for a little bit after that, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I made the decision to do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, what other con guests are you all excited about? Well, I know um, C2E2 is like a clueless reunion. I'm like, what? No but, fair. So who, who all is supposed to be there, though? Is Stacey Dash going to be there? <laughs> just Stacey curious. Dash is funny. I'm just um, saying. Well, it's, Alicia, it's definitely Alicia Silverstone. Paul Rudd, because he doesn't age at all. He doesn't. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Donald Faison. Okay, uh, that was going to be my next question, because is Donald Faison going to be there? Like, yeah, I mean, yes. regardless, Stacey Dash was in, she was, like, Cher's best friend. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, in the entire movie. So, I would, oh, I would, you know, kind of wonder if all four of them were going to be there. She ticks off a lot of people though and and it's chicago which is pretty liberal i don't know i'm going to come to stuff like this like people need to get over it like honestly i'm upset right now because c2e2 i just i'm looking at their guest list and i just saw daniel Wu from end of the badlands and considering the irony and ming not which i have yet to meet in person i'm like can i meet you in person please but Daniel Wu, ironically, AMC is canceling Into the Badlands, and now they're, like, promoting it. Like, I just, I don't understand. And that kind of pisses me off. It's kind of like, why wasn't this done to keep interest in the show, to potentially keep the show? And something tells me it was a financial thing, as well as ratings. And plus the fact that they want to invest in the Walking Dead franchise. So, which, to me, you know... I don't even watch The Walking Dead anymore. I don't I don't care. 
Enough with the spinoffs. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're making like freaking movies for crying out loud. I'm like, why? Maybe I'll go to C2E2 next year. Uh, I, I that we want to see now are not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of people. They just, you know, I just, I'm scared if I do it again that it's going to be, yeah, and then I will be really mad because it Chicago is not the cheapest place. It isn't at all, but they have so many people. Oh, and Tyler Hecklin, Supergirl mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. I've met him in person at least, so it's not like I haven't met him in person. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And the folks from Cobra Kai for the Karate Kid fans out there. And of course, you know, they, they always have like a few wrestling guests at some of the conventions these days. So anyone that is a wrestling fan, depending on who the wrestler is, you could, you know, get a chance to meet that person or group of people. So um, I know the Young Bucks... They used to go by the Hardy Boys, and they've been in WWE, and now they're, I guess, in All Elite Wrestling. So that's interesting. So that's C2E2. And also, the cast of The Blacklist. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone that's fans of the... Wait, so Miles Miller, who is like a producer, I can't. I cannot. Like, now all of a sudden they got time to go to these conventions? Matt Smith mm-hmm. and David Tennant. Yeah, I just I know both I, of I, them. I, I cannot. This oh man, my like, gosh! I'm looking at this list right now. Ralph Baccio. I'm looking at this list like, what the heck? <laughs> I um, I oh cannot my. get Matt Smith for the life of me. Like, I had his photo op at Comic Con, and then he changed the time to smack in the middle of Hall H, and I had to cancel it. I got David Tennant, but um, you know, I want Matt Smith, and I'm just like, oh. <sighs> So many, makes people. Me cry. So many um, Matt Smith canceled uh, ECC, so I would have been like, <laughs> I would have been mad if I went to that. There's a lot of people at ECC, though, like most of the Stranger Things kids and uh, Boy Meets World reunion, which is, uh, uh, I'm like, that's unfortunate. And Winona Earp, they're there too. So, and so, Ian Summerholder, you know how I feel about him. I do because he's so pretty. Um, speaking of Matt Smith, he will be at Awesome Con. Well, I hate you. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not going to meet him anyway, but I, I just thought I'd put it out there. And there's several Star Trek people that are going to be at Awesome Con. We got uh, Marina Sirtis, Brett Spiner, hopefully I pronounced his name right, Brent. Gates <laughs> McFadden. Mm-hmm. And a few other people. Val Kilmer is supposed to be at Awesome Con, as well as Weird Al Yankovic. Um, some Princess Bride folk, Wallace Shawn and Carrie Elwes. Michael Bean is going to be at Awesome Con. He's been at Awesome Con before. So there are a few people that are going to be there again. John Berman, this is probably like, I think, the third or fourth straight year he has been to Awesome Con, which is awesome. John Bernthal, who, the Punisher. And a few Riverdale people are going to be there this year. KJ Alpa, who plays Archie, and uh, Cole Sprouse, who plays uh, Jughead. So Anthony Michael Hall is also going to be there. Kelly LeBrock, Woman in Red. That's that's the person I immediately... That's the uh, movie that science. I immediately... Wait, I immediately... Weird Science. Weird Science. Well, well weird I, science. I, I never got a chance to see Weird Science. So I'm oh, sorry. for whoa, God's whoa, sake. Whoa, whoa, Come whoa, on. Whoa, I wait, saw Woman wait, in Red. That's look, what I remember her stop, from. Stop. Stop. We need to I don't talk. even know what Woman in Red is. Stop it. Stop. Sorry. It, it, it was... Telling... No, no. Now wait. She didn't know Millie Vanilli, so I can't. 
Are you? I know Millie Vanilli. Are you telling Millie Vanilli? Uh 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 uh. No. Are you telling me that you have never seen Weird Science? Is that? I never saw Weird Science. I saw Brooklyn Club. It's a classic. I don't understand. It's like one of the only 80s movies that I saw. Weird, okay? I saw Lady Hawk instead. Leave me alone. I watched Lady Hawk like 17 times. How about both? How about both? Okay. I was more into fantasy. There's no instead. That's pretty fantasy, though. Oh my. It's weird science. No. It has science in the word, okay? No excuse. But it's fantasy because that's impossible. You know oh what? Leave God. me alone. And Jason Isaac is going to be at Awesome Con, so I wouldn't mind meeting him in person. Cause... He's doing the rounds, because he's at Star Wars Celebration, and he's at C2E2. Um, and so is the... Gosh, her name is escaping me. The main character of Star Trek Discovery. She's going to be at ECC, too. God, what is her name? Oh, and the one that was on... Um, not Mar- Michelle Yeoh. Or, no. Or she was on The Walking no. Dead, right? Yeah. Uh, her last name has Martin it's in Sonequa it. Right? Green. Thank Sonequa Green. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Cam! Like, I know. I just I can see her face, and I'm like, why is her name escaping me? And I closed out of the page. And I was like, uh, speaking of Into the Badlands again, so now I'm on Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Nick Frost is going to be at Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Um, I've never been. It's a it's a relatively small con, but they managed to get pretty decent guests. So it's kind of like if you happen to be at a small con and you and they happen to have like no one at their booth, you could have a really good conversation with these people. So hmm. don't knock the small cons, okay? Well, yes, I they're gonna Island. have busy. There's gonna be yeah, there's gonna be like I long lines, but there's definitely Island. yeah, but there's definitely gonna be um, moments where if you're lucky and there's no one at their booth, and depending on the fandom. You could really talk to these actors and really get a good conversation going. So, don't yeah, don't knock the small cons one iota. There's um, a few people from iZombie, Malcolm Goodwin, who I've met in person, who's awesome. Rose McIver, you know who plays Rose? Is Rose the name, the character's name? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Some Expanse actors are going to be there. Frankie Adams. Oh, Dominique Tipper and Kaz Anvar. I'm like, yay, I'm a fan of The Expanse, so yay. I started um, watching The Expanse, you guys. Yay! It got picked up by Amazon, so I'm like midway through season one. Yay! Yeah, yay. I started watching it. I like it. I'm so happy with myself. <laughs> yeah, and I've interviewed Cass before about The Expanse, so he's really cool, and he's really like a fan of the show, so <laughs> he's like, he plays the character, so of course he is. But, you know, you know sometimes you just feel that energy and that like happiness that they're working on such a good project and that usually projects well in interviews so jack leeson uh on from game of thrones he's going to be at great philadelphia comic-con and jake Busey. Mm. so there's just like several people that are going to be at great philadelphia comic-con last year they had like several people from black lightning on and i was mad that i couldn't go but at the, at the time i was planning on going to universal fan con we all know how that went so yeah Oh so I, I, you know, I was looking, so I had to hurry up and look up the dates of Rhode Island Comic Con, and I am actually considering going. Have they actually uh, announced guests already? Well, yeah, they announced really, a couple so. of guests, but not a lot of guests, but based on their past years, <laughs> right? kind of like, I think it's kind of like a safe bet. I just, <laughs> one thing I do remember, though, is that the prices and stuff are pretty astronomical, if I'm remembering correctly, for like some of the, you know. 
I just feel like it's a joke. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> because it's so small. It's like, how, why, everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. I might go to Kamapalooza because I haven't been to Houston Con and I know that Worf is going to be there, Michael Dorn. So I just, I have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to see him. Oh, yeah. Mike, Michael Dorn is my... going to be. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say my favorite convention. Well, my very first convention, I met him when I was in junior high because I told my parents, I said, look, you guys, the whole cast of Star Trek is going to be at this hotel. We didn't know nothing about conventions. It's, can we go? And so they actually, my dad actually took me, just drove me to L.A. and took me over and we picked up my aunt and went. we didn't have tickets. We didn't know anything. We thought you could just go and like walk in. And then they were like, oh, it sold out. But then they just, like, let us in, and then we met Michael Dorn, like, some kind of back way or whatever, and he took a picture with me and my aunt, and, yeah, and then I met Mitchell Barrett, I got a picture with her and Steve Berman, who, they were just, like, walking around and took pictures, probably because I was, like, a kid, (laughs) but, yeah, it was cool that I got to meet her before she passed away, anyway. Uh, Speaking of Michael Dorn, he's also going to be at Great Philadelphia Comic Con. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think we covered a lot of guests. Yeah, we covered a lot of guests. What was next on the list? Let's see here. That's well, you want to talk? You you talked about Into the Badlands being canceled, and you said you thought you had it had to do with money. I can tell you, it looks very pretty at times. I was wondering how much that cost to make. Well, they they film in Ireland, oh. so I don't know what kind of deals they have with Ireland. But I'm I'm assuming the timing of when they film and everything else, it just wasn't. I, I'm just really guessing. Is I don't know for sure at all. But I also know that. I lost a little bit of interest when uh, something happened to one of the characters and it's kind of like, really? Did it happen like a whole season ago? It's not a spoiler anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true on that. But yeah, like the character Vale, they kind of wrote her into a corner where it's pretty much she had to like die. And so, it, and she's like one of the few like black characters, female characters on there and she had like a relationship with the main Asian character which was very rare that you see on TV which was very nice so it was kind of like oh come on really? She got a new show though. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And she's the star of that show so. I know and I'm I'm happy for her don't get me wrong but I'm just saying I just wish that they did more with her character because then she could have been a lead on the show that's that's all I'm saying. And that show got renewed, and I love Charmed, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, you actually like the new Charmed? I do. I do. I didn't even watch it. It got renewed, too, so I like it. Well, is it on the CW? Yep. Sure bet. Well, yeah, that's... Is, it Ro- is Roswell um, renewed? Because I thought that was actually decent, it's on too. The, it's on the bubble, I think. Really? I don't think okay. they made a decision. Oh my gosh, that means nobody's watching it because literally nobody has to be watching your show for it to be canceled on the CW. Like, no one. Well, they don't because they're not a network. They don't get ratings like we I I mean, Even their top shows, they don't get the ratings that you would get on NBC and stuff. So, yeah, the bar is lower, but um, they do cancel stuff. Like, they'll probably cancel All American. Um, I don't think anybody watches that. Uh, and yes, I know it features like it's about like a black football player but i feel like that's been done before and well football shows have i just didn't have an interest in this particular show yeah unfortunately it just the interest just wasn't there Mm -hmm. 
I don't know why they I, keep renewing D- Dynasty, though. I'm like, I don't understand. Because it's Dynasty. Well, I tried to watch Roswell. I got through a half episode because I like the old Roswell and the new spin on this Roswell. I was kind of like, I like it. It's all right. I like the. They made it to try to make it more relevant, you know. Um, I know, but it's like it's yeah. They changed like the backstories and stuff like that. And I mean, I guess that's okay. But I just wasn't like interested. I watch a lot of news, so. For me, I guess if you don't watch a lot of stuff, or maybe if you do, I don't know. I'll just say for me personally, because I watch a lot of news, like every day, all day, it's nice to get a break (laughs) from stuff. And then, so I generally kind of pick shows that don't beat you over the head with stuff too much and just let me kind of float off into la-la land, which is why, I mean, it's just because I need a break sometimes. I mean, getting into it, I don't think it really beats you over the head, especially what happened this last past episode. It was like, it's not what you expect. But CW definitely has a formula where they, they've got to put oh, yeah. a POC and like, and like oh, as a main character, and they've got to have an LGBT person. They mm-hmm. literally have like a mold that For they have in every show. single yeah. show. And I think that's probably why their shows are successful, at least with the younger crowd, because usually everybody sees themselves represented at some shape mm-hmm. or form so kudos to them for trying because there's a lot of networks out there that don't mm-hmm. they have a demographic that's what they go after and sometimes, oh, yeah, and- the, sometimes the storytelling is good too so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no sometimes the, yeah you're, you're absolutely sometimes right like it I, is. sometimes not so I, mean, I, I actually liked the first season of riverdale overall but then i kind of dropped it because it, w- it wasn't a priority for me anymore <laughs> But speaking, Into the Bandlands, yeah, did get canceled by AMC. But also, Wynonna Earp, who did get renewed by Sci-Fi, there is an issue with IDW, who actually, I guess, produces it and, you know, tries to, you know, film it and whatnot. They're having issues financially Mm-mm. to oh, the point gone. that they may not be able to do the show anymore oh no so there is this huge campaign you know save wine on the earth that's on twitter on all forms of social media the wine on the earth podcast uh kevin batchelder and his co-host i wish i can remember name but they're like leading the charge as far as trying to get this show saved somehow get funded so they can you know get a show because it's not like sci-fi didn't renew it it got renewed now they're they need funding to get the show filmed that is a whole way to get canceled. Oh my gosh, I know. To have the ratings and stuff to actually get renewed and then the production company doesn't have the money. Turnover. Dang. Yeah. So I know y'all like that show too. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's just sad. At least that's from what I'm understanding it. Please, if you know, please look research it yourself to find out exactly what's going on. But that's the gist of what from what I understood. But I just know that people, like the Erpers, are in full force trying to save their show, and I just, I just wish them luck. And me plugging it right now is my way of trying to save the show because I mean it's a good show, and the actors are awesome. As so, as you know, someone that has interviewed them in the past, like at you know Comic Con, I mean, save the show, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just it's like if if Into the Badlands you know goes away, let me have something like I it's bad enough that I can't have dark matter anymore. Like can can something be saved? The Expanse fortunately got saved by Amazon. I just mm-hmm. I we need another win, okay? Especially on a diverse show. Like just can we do that? <laughs> can y'all give my friend a win, please? Can, can we? Can I have a few wins? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, okay. that's hopefully, yeah, that, that gets uh, the funding. Um, Lana, you went to Japan, and I want to know about it, so. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It all started when I got on the plane. No, I'm kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> settle in, I, settle in, guys. I went to the airport. <laughs> but uh, I got to hang out in the Korean Air Lounge, though, which was cool. Sweet. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to, like, fill up before because you never know what the food is going to be like uh flu singapore air got a great deal uh round trip non-stop from lax that doesn't come along a lot um so yeah i spent about five days in tokyo which was pretty amazing definitely a culture shock which is what i expect and what i expect when i travel internationally this place more so than others a lot of places that you go now have like english translation and things like that but i knew ahead of time going to japan that that was not going to be the case so i was kind of prepared for that it also gave me a chance to try out google translate to see how good it really um sadly when it came to translating uh words and signs and things like that i feel like it only worked maybe half the time which is mm. so but i also know that they're con- it's not perfect and they're constantly doing updates and things like that so i'm assuming it'll only get stronger as time goes on so i'll hit just the layout of the city anything that you've seen in like blade runner that's what it looks like so <laughs> if you've seen like you know, any movies that look at all uh, futuristic or, you know, a little bit dystopian, that's kind of what it reminds me of. I was in Shinjuku, which is the red light district, which isn't a typical red light district that you would think of in the U.S. It just means that there are a lot of clubs, a lot of restaurants, a couple of love hotels (laughs) and things like that, but it doesn't look like it does here. Felt safe the entire time walking around. The nightlife is pretty incredible to see. Like in the district that we stayed in, it was pretty dead during the day. And then as soon as dusk hit, like hordes of people came. And these are like people getting off work, young people, all ages, staying out till like two and three o'clock in the morning every single night, which was really fascinating. So just walking around there with all the lights and stuff was great. I went to this touristy spot called the Robot Restaurant. I don't know. Maybe some listeners have heard of it. I only knew about it, honestly, because Nathan Fillion went to Japan and he posted a video of it. And I was like, what the heck is that? And so I put that on my list and some other people wanted to see it. So what I will say is that it is a cross between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, Power Rangers, Transformers um, with a splash of Mamma Mia. So that was interesting. Mamma Mia. That is interesting. That is, I am not playing about that, by the way. (laughs) Is it a lot of ABBA or? I'll send you a video. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) It is real. Okay. (laughs) 
but it was it was kind of like a cool experience. Went to Mount Fuji. That was amazing. Uh, we were super lucky. We got up to the fifth station. There's five stations, five viewing stations in Mount Fuji. It's open dependent on the weather. So we got all the way up to the to the highest point where visitors are allowed to go. And everybody all week did not get that privilege. Our tour guide, who was the most adorable lady, oh my gosh, her name was um, Eric Erico. And she sang us a couple of songs. There was some clapping involved. And I mean, she was a little bit older. So it's like, of course you had to participate because of course you did. And <laughs> so it was, it was great. And she clapped and cheered when she called up there and found out that we got to go up. And so of course we had to clap too, because she was very excited. I got to go on the bullet train, which made me slightly nauseous. It's weird when you're, <laughs> I, which I didn't expect. So we didn't go on the fastest bullet train. We went on the second fastest bullet train and you're going so fast. Like for me, I don't know why I started to feel a little bit nauseous, not to the point where I would never, where I wouldn't go on it again. Cause when I go back, I'm definitely going on it again. It was just a little bit disconcerting to be at a ground speed going that fast. So I ate a lot and uh, I ate like three different types of ramen which is, of course, a big thing. Uh, we were lucky to have this ramen spot across from the hotel, but they always had a line, and they were one of the only spots that always had a line. So, But I managed to eat there twice, and it was phenomenal. And what are do you guys have questions? Because I feel like I'm just rambling here. What do you want to know exactly? <laughs> well, I know that there's, like, a huge anime presence. Okay. So I wasn't there, sure if you, if you explored that part of so Tokyo. If, uh, so there's a district called Akihabara and uh, I did go there and it is a street full of comic shops and anime like there's anime on the buildings and stuff I took a couple of pictures but there's anime and stuff on the buildings and I went to the Mandrake which is like eight stories of comics toys collectibles and everything else you have to take an elevator and they have it split up by floors um, I was looking at stuff. Well, the cool thing about their collectibles is that I saw stuff there that I only saw, have ever seen online, I've never seen in person. Like, uh, for example, Toy Tokyo sells this line of collectibles called Bear Brick. And um, they're super expensive bears with, like, different designs. They're not to be played with. They really are collectibles. And so I saw them there. But their price point was super high. So um, for everything there. So I didn't really, I didn't buy anything. I just more kind of wanted to walk around. And then we went to Harajuku, and Harajuku is interesting. It's a street that's really crowded, shopping district, mostly younger people there, but really a mix. And on Sundays, they used to do some heavy cosplay, but now it's more the fourth Sunday of every month. So if you want to see a lot of cosplayers, you could just go over there. They do have some cosplayers every Sunday, but as far as an organized gathering you're going to want to do the fourth sunday like in the afternoon like maybe around two or something like that and you'll be able to see a lot of them there used to be more cosplaying but they had a violent incident one year where some people got stabbed and it was kind of horrible and so a lot of it actually just stopped and but you know and they meet in a more organized fashion i think that you know it was kind of traumatic for a lot of people and let's see so as far as the anime presence, you know, it was there. 
you know, but it was there as far as like shopping and stuff like that. There's a lot of stores full of anime, full of collectibles, full of basically any and everything you'd ever want from One Piece, Ghost in the Shell, a lot of Dragon Ball stuff, like, you know, and some obscure, like I have some limited knowledge of anime, but not, you know, extensive, extensive knowledge. So that was there. What else? Uh, So did you go in a group? There were people who booked at the same time. Um, We did not stay together. It wasn't an organized group in that fashion. A friend of mine posted that Singapore was having a great deal. So a lot of us booked on the same dates. And we were connected through WhatsApp, really. So it was more... It's nice, though. Like, if you wanted to solo it, you could. But if there was something that you wanted to do, like we we had a, a closed Facebook group. So if there's something that you wanted to do, some people were making arrangements. Like for when we went to Mount Fuji, there was about 12 of us because everybody kind of wanted to go on the same day. So we booked the same tour. Other times people did stuff by themselves or sometimes people just met up for dinner. So it was very free as far as you could kind of make the experience what you wanted. If you wanted a solo Tokyo experience, then you didn't have to talk to anybody. (laughs) But it's nice to know that there are a couple of people there if you wanted to have dinner or if you wanted to go out at three o'clock in the morning, which happened a lot. People would be like, I'm up. Who wants to go out? And inevitably, about three or four people would be like, I'm down. (laughs) And they were like, there's a lot of 24-hour spots. So, So that happened quite a bit. Well, I mean, considering the time difference, it probably wouldn't be too much to be up at 3 a.m. Well, the good thing is, you know, when we landed, we landed Tuesday night, so I have to go to sleep and then force myself to get up. And I'm at this point, I've done enough travel to where I can I can pretty much force the schedule as far as my own body clock without too, too much difficulty. Like it generally doesn't take me days to get back on schedule. So, but yeah, that's how it worked. So I met some cool people that I had not hung out before, but I had been on other trips and they were around. So, well, that's cool. Yeah. So that was fun. So (laughs) if you, you would want to go back, um, eventually or for sure, I'm going back. Like there's other stuff I wanted to see, but Japan is expensive, you know, and not having just unlimited resources for me, I think you know, shorter trips are probably going to be a little bit better. And now I have a working knowledge of their train system, which is really important when you go to visit there, because it can be a little bit intimidating. It's I mean, I've been in New York subway system and different public transports around and I've never seen anything like that (laughs) before. Would you say it's a little more advanced and better? Or would you just say it's just different? I would say it's different, mostly just for the amount of people that live in Tokyo. At the amount of people that live there than the amount of people that come in to work in Tokyo. So, I mean, they have like, you know, you have Japan Rail, you know, which is like one of the main commuter transports, but there's like three different lines. There's a green line, an orange line, and then the red line, and then you have a monorail system. And then you've got like, so they have different trains and different lines that do different things and go different places. And so you just have to know kind of, where you're going, you could have two trains going the same place, but they make different stops, but they're going the same place. One of them can make like five stops, which is called like a local commuter. And then one of them can make like three, which is more of the express line. Like Shinjuku was a larger train station that was down the street from me. So one of the faster JR railways, you know, made like two or three stops. And then another one, a slower commuter train made like 
you know, four or five stops, but they were going to the same station. Cool. I think what it may have been Japan or or Singapore, but I could have sworn there was a, a train that like it was like a cat train. I but, don't know. Okay, I, I need to look that up. But they had a lot of cat cafes though. They had cafes yeah. with animals. That was a thing. Owls, cats. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a very cool experience. The people were very nice. I had some interesting things that happened, which I will not talk about on a podcast. It's not quite appropriate, but um, okay. what I will say is that there, uh, we were looking at a map, like, so there was this guy from Australia, and he was meeting some friends there, and he just heard us talking, and he said, hey, you guys speak English, he was super excited, he actually walked around with us for like an hour, because he was just happy to have somebody to talk to, <laughs> okay, so we were looking, we were looking at a map, and and then a lady just stopped and you know her English was kind of limited but she managed to ask us like what we were looking for and if we were lost and then she gave us directions you know so people people there overall and we found that a lot of people there are very helpful and very tolerant their morning commute time it is not to be trifled with because I don't know if you've seen the videos of them pushing people in the train that was a real thing they don't they don't do that anymore but the personal space is non-existent. If you're like claustrophobic or if you have space issues, you might want to travel after nine in the morning. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. That it can get that bad sometimes for, because it's rush hour, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure because of their population, it's even Tokyo worse. Rush hour is not the same as other people's rush hour. I can, I can probably imagine that. Yeah. At all. <laughs> That's the one thing that stresses me out about going to India. Like, I've seen those pictures, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. So, one guy, their one population is bigger than ours. Yeah. Well, one poor guy, he was standing up, and he, like, had his head down, and he was knocked out standing up, smashed between two people. Ugh. Yeah. Kim, do you have any questions? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I, I know. I was um, like, I know. Oh! <laughs> yeah. I know some stuff about Japan is my sister wants to go so and Kendra goes a lot so she's told me a lot of stuff so um I'm glad you had a time I'm glad you could see Mount Fuji though because I know that the weather gets kind of there's it's a point where it could be foggy where you can't even see the the mountain so I'm glad you hit it at the right time yeah and we were on the mountain it's like the closer you get I mean from far away is one thing and it depends it really depends on what tour you go on like but I'm just glad we were able to go up and we were actually on it. So that was cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lana. <laughs> we're living vicariously through you at the moment. So. Yeah, I just want to go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think we can wrap it up, ladies. There was one topic that I want to talk about, but maybe we can possibly talk about it next time because it's still probably ongoing. And I, I just think it's a very interesting topic so i'll just leave that for next time so where can people find you lana wow okay man at Marshalana on twitter the name you can put in Marshalana peacecraft because i like mobile suit fandom oh my gosh they had a gun cafe that was awesome <laughs> also, also <laughs> at Lana Travels 
is it at Lana Travels or just Lana Travels on Instagram? I'm gonna put up more pictures. Hey, Instagram. Oh my gosh, Instagram is so somebody much. needs to make their own personal Instagram too. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Where can people find you, uh, Kim? I am on Instagram at I'm One Hungry Nerd. I am at Twitter at as anime two three and. Um, you know, you could find me at www.thenerdelement.com. Okay. And you can find me at Wilcat12 on Twitter. And, of course, on The Nerd Element on, on all forms of social media. We're The Nerd Element. So if you have a comment, let us know. Just just, just write it down. Just just talk to us. We'll, we love to hear from you. What do you think of, you know, some cons you're looking at going to this year? What shows are you interested in saving? Just just anything. And tell Natty to make Instagram. <sighs> I'm seriously considering it. So thanks, guys, for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.